The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Story number one, and I spoke to the woman that said over the story from Herzliya. There's a city in Herzliya called Herzliya. Not religious family, not a religious couple, an older couple. They have one son. Son's name is Leo. October 7th happened, and Leor says, I want to go to the army. I want to kill Hamas myself. Or should I send the shliach? I want to do it. But the law in Israel is, if you're a ben yachid, if you're an only son, an only child, you don't go to war. So just in case you die, you're the only thing left for your parents, then you don't have to go to war. But Lior, hi, how are you? But Lior said, I want to go. I want to kill Hamas myself. And he did. He went to the war. He's in Gaza. Rab Chaim Zaid, who's my rabbi, goes to Gaza since October 7th to give chizuk to the soldiers. He meets this Lior guy, the soldier, the IDF soldier. And Lior tells him, oh, Rab Chaim Zaid, I know you have very good stories you always publicize, but a story like mine, you never heard in your life. I'm telling you, I have a sipul ptsatsa, like they say in Hebrew, I have a story that's a bomb, I'm telling you, tremendous story. But I'm not going to tell it to you, I want you to hear from my mother, who lives in Herzliya. The rabbi tells me, you got to tell me the story, that we're in Gaza. He's like, no, I don't want you to hear from me, I want you to hear from my mother, she's going to say it best. He convinced the rabbi, Rabbi Chaim Zaid lives in Benerbach, so he drove to Herzliya, it's like a 20 minute drive. He drove to Herzliya, and he met the mother of Lior. What happened with that? Listen carefully, it's the open miracle. As soon, the first week, when Lior got drafted and he went to, the, to Gaza, when the war began, when they actually went in with the tanks, the mother said that she couldn't sleep at night. It was too terrifying for her. She was tossing and turning in bed. She decided, you know what, I need to take a walk. She leaves her apartment, she leaves her house, and she takes a walk in Herzliya. As she's walking, she sees a shul in the corner, and she figured, let me go talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but she sees, she sees the light was on. There was one small light on in the shul. She walks in, and she told her, B'chaim Zaid, by the way, that she hasn't been in shul since her bat mitzvah. Imagine that, since her bat mitzvah, she didn't go to shul. How is it possible that a Jew who lives in Israel can say they were not in shul since her bat mitzvah when you're an old lady? I don't know. That means the situation is not good, and we have a lot of work to do in Eretz Yisrael. But that's what she told the rabbi. She goes inside the shul, and she sees a guy learning. She goes over to him, and she says, I need help. So what do you need help with? My son right now went to Gaza, and I'm terrified. I don't know what to do. I'm petrified. Tell me segula. Tell me something. He told her, I'm, I'm not a rabbi. Go to Bitzach Zilbishtin. Go to Benebak. There's other rabbinim. He tells him, I don't know rabbinim. Just tell me a segula. The guy, okay. He said, if she needs that help, let me help her. He took out a sidu from the shelf. He opened it up. The sidu opens up to Zmirot Shabbat. Which Zmirot did the sidu open up in Zmirot Shabbat? He turned to the lady and says, Do you keep Shabbat? No, I'll show me Shabbat. If you take upon yourself Shabbat, look, Hashem will protect you. Whoever keeps Shabbat, Hashem is going to protect you. Okay, she goes home. She walks home. Her husband says, Where did you go in the middle of the night? She's like, I took a walk. I walk where? She told him, I went to the shul. For now on, this Friday night, we're keeping Shabbat. Get ready, she told her husband. Titkonen, as I say in Hebrew. Give Bibi Perry, we're keeping this Shabbat. Tells her, eh, makarala, who brainwashed you? Misuvevotach, who brainwashed you? Tells her, I went to the shul, and the guy said, you got to keep Shabbat. Shabbat is going to give you barachah, give you protection. We got to do it for Lior. The husband said, there's no way I could keep the whole Shabbat. I could do a few hours. So she said, okay, we got to ask a rabbi. She goes back to the shul, and she asked the guy, my husband can only do a few hours. She can't do the whole Shabbat. The guy told her, Shabbat is Shabbat. Not she only a few hours of Shabbat. This you can ask a big rabbi. So they went to Rabbi Tzach Zibishtin. Rabbi Tzach Zibishtin, who was one of the Gedolei Adol, said yes. If all he could do, he said he could do three hours. If all he could do is three hours, 
that's fine for him in the beginning. And that's what happened. The first Shabbat comes, they prepared, they kept the first three Shabbat, the first three hours of Shabbat. So Friday night candle lighting, first three hours. Afterwards, I'm Avdi B'Kodesh Shachol and Avdara and they're done. Comes Adlikat Nerot, no TV, no cooking, no phones. Not easy for those who don't keep Shabbat, by the way. No phones, nothing. First hour was hard. Another hour was getting harder. Then the husband wants the cigarettes, the cigaliot. He wants to turn on the TV to see what's going on in Gaza. And they start fighting and arguing. What did you do to me? I don't want to keep Shabbat. This is very hard. And she's telling him, no, you got to do it for Lior. Another hour, another hour. And she said her husband had such a nisayon, it was such a test for him not to take a cigar and not to turn on the TV or go on the phone. It was such a fight. And he said that we were so bored. We talked about our wedding date, how we dated, eh, whatever. For three hours, they kept Shabbat. But listen to what happened. What says Shabbat, the news broke out. This just happened on October 7th. The beginning of the war, for those who remember, unfortunately, there was an RPG that hit a tank. And inside the tank, there were eight soldiers. Seven of them passed away. If you guys remember the first weekend, for those who follow the news, right away seven soldiers passed away when we entered Gaza. One of them survived. Who is the survivor of that tank? Lior, the soldier. That means he was inside the tank. Seven of his friends died, unfortunately. He's the only one that survived from an RPG. Open miracle. And listen to this, Sabbatai. When did the RPG hit the tank? At what hour doing Shabbat that weekend did it hit the tank? The first three hours of Friday night. You hear that? The first three hours of Friday night, when his father and mother were keeping Shabbat for him or Musel Nefesh, that's when the RPG hit his tank and boom, the guy survived. Open miracle, Abutai. Nes Galu. That's a Nes Galu. That's an open miracle. Hashem really exists. Isn't that awesome that Hashem really exists? Isn't it awesome that Shabbat is awesome? How many Shabbatot do we keep? If three hours can do so much, do you understand how wealthy we are for Mitzvot just from Shabbat? Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.